0: Today on ...DOOMED! It is February 29 29 29th. I almost said it's February twenty-nine, twenty. That's where my head's at on this wonderful leap day where we have the South uh, first primary the South first primary. Oh my god, I'm out of it. The South first primary with South Carolina Getting in their votes today, and the results are in, folks, and we're going to break them all down for you today, tonight, whatever time it is. I'm waking up right now, I assure you. All right, pulling myself up on the YouTube stream. Hello, everybody. Ah, all right, I'm up. Here we go. Get a drink of soda. All right, here we go. I'm in, I'm in it now. So the South uh, South Carolina voted and they voted Joe Biden overwhelmingly. And let's let's you know, I I've seen a lot of reactions online, people trying to explain it. Uh some upset people who are Bernie supporters, uh people trying to to make sense of what's going on here. Why did Joe Biden have this blowout when just a week ago there were polls that showed Bernie making some real gains in South Carolina. You know, just don't worry about it just don't worry about it south carolina voted for joe biden they like joe biden because of his connection with obama fair enough no problem there they like joe biden because he spent a lot of time in the state this was his do or die no problem there people like seeing the candidates especially in these early uh primary states these first four they expect to see the candidate in their state iowa new hampshire uh nevada and south carolina that's how it goes for these four states cool no problem So let's give it up for Joe Biden. I have a little bit of victory music. We're going to put on that record player that Joe Biden likes to talk about. We're going to put it on this time. We're not going to shut it off. Uh, We're going to put on that record player. Let's get this song playing. A little bit of victory music for Joe Biden. Joe Biden's reborn, folks. A happy birthday to Joe Biden on his big... It's it's like a birthday! It's a rebirth! Joe Biden, congratulations I just lost the stream! Unbelievable. The stream just went down. Let me make sure we're back up. I was having fun with that too. What the hell happened? I think, uh... There was a secret Joe Biden, uh, <laughs> they were making sure the, uh, Joe Biden folks were making sure I did not get through. Let me, uh, make sure I'm back up on YouTube and all the other fun shrimps. It happens. It happens. Let me, uh, make sure I'm back up on YouTube and all the other fun shrimps. All right. We're back up and running. So that was my victory music. I'm really sad that the Biden campaign apparently paid YouTube to take me down. (laughs) Uh, That would happen. That's what happens when I'm having a little bit of, when I'm uh, having some fun gloating, aren't I? All right. You know what? I'm going to redo this because I like doing it. The, uh, the CIA the secret uh, US intelligence community secretly supporting Joe Biden who doesn't want me to uh, make fun of him is not gonna win in taking me down I'm putting that record player back on <laughs> Joe Biden three presidential runs Thirty years in the making, and he's finally won his first, his very first, primary state in a presidential race. Ah, here we go. All right. Uh, Is happy birthday still under copyright? I took this from the official YouTube uh, Thumbs Up on Monetization Library. It was a uh, pre-approved song from YouTube that you could use in your stream. So I'm I'm good. I'm safe. Do you guys think that's what shut me down? Really? I don't know about that. Although it'd be interesting to see. I wonder. Let me actually... Now, now you have me wondering. <laughs> oh, this stream is already a mess. I love it. Uh, let me see. No, it wasn't. I wasn't taken down. I just don't know what happened there. Weird. I just must have lost the connection or something. Bad bad connection. Really weird. Oh well. It happens. <sighs> All right. So let's let's talk about what actually happened tonight. So, I mean, I I think I ran through a good summary to begin with before I had my fun with the uh, the congratulations. But that's basically it. Bernie underperformed. I never thought he was going to perform very well in South Carolina. I thought those polls that showed him uh, really close to Biden. Uh, I mean, they were they were nice to see, and I thought you know you never know, maybe you know maybe that's what they're seeing on the ground there. But I was very skeptical because it just seemed it, it didn't seem right. Uh, those states, those uh, those uh, the what is it called the Sunshine Belt or something like that? Those southern states, just, I don't think. They're Bernie's uh, forte, and that's fine. I mean, I I know a lot of people think if you win those states, you win the presidency. But that goes along with performing well elsewhere. And Joe Biden hasn't done that yet, nor does it look like he's going to. Um, Like, Obama used South Carolina as a big help, but he also performed well in the states before that. He won Iowa. Uh, I mean, these states give you a boost or—I mean, just those states— having a big win like Joe Biden had in South Carolina tonight gives you a big boost if you win any state like that. But it gives you a big boost when you're showing that you have some sort of game elsewhere as well. You're not going to all of a sudden just start rising in the polls after you've just been getting trounced everywhere just because of one big win in one state. And that's the case if, you know, Bernie lost in New Hampshire and Nevada by big numbers and just happened to pull out the win in uh, Nevada by uh, uh, by a blowout. It doesn't work that way. The reason Bernie's doing so well is because he's showing that there's a constituency for him everywhere. And Biden hasn't shown that. He's shown there's a really big constituency for him in South Carolina, which is great, but it's not going to uh equal a win in the presidential primaries the democratic primaries um i think that uh i will say this you know i i think biden has uh kept himself alive as you know cuz what i was basically saying at this point was a, it was going to be a race between um B- bernie bloomberg and trump and the reason i still give that to Bloomberg Bloomberg is because he has a massive amount of money and you should never count out what you can do with that much money and name recognition. This isn't like Tom Steyer having some money, uh, being a billionaire, uh, and, and trying this out. Uh, Bloomberg has name recognition. He has something like hundred times the money that, uh, Tom Steyer has. He's a multi, 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 multi billionaire, uh, you know, people know the name Bloomberg, unlike the name Steyer, who was pretty much an unknown before he decided to run. And I'm even giving him credit by acting like he's now a known after deciding to run. Um, so that's what that was what I thought. But uh, the polls didn't accurately portray what Biden was uh, gaining in South Carolina. So I think Biden keeps himself in it. We'll see how he does on uh, Super Tuesday. I think this does not change bernie's chances on super tuesday i think bernie still walks away with the majority of delegates and the majority of votes i see that uh biden is now uh overtaken bernie with the popular vote i'm not sure if the delegate counts have been updated uh completely yet so i don't know where the delegates stand let me check really quick but uh as of right now biden will have about uh less than 72 hours really you can't even count tuesday people are going to the polls on tuesday Uh, Maybe you'll get some people who are making a last minute decision paying attention to the news cycle on Tuesday, but you really just have Sunday and Monday to make your case to voters for Super Tuesday. And that's not enough time for Biden, who has no ground game pretty much in any of the Super Tuesday states. He hasn't been there. He has practically no staff in any of those Super Tuesday states. He's running practically no advertisements in those Super Tuesday states because before tonight, he was bleeding cash. I think he just got an injection of cash from the South Carolina win. But it's too little too late. Um, If he can show that he is still in the race by beating Bloomberg in those... Um, southern states where Bloomberg thought his advertising was going to put him over the top or at least keep him competitive and make him seem like a threat uh, to at least deny Sanders the uh, the nomination. If Biden could dent Bloomberg there, then Biden, uh, I think, becomes that, that third person in the Sanders-Trump-Biden-slash-Bloomberg uh, race. Um, if he can't do that, which I still... Th- I, listen, I think you really need to uh, put this into perspective. People pay attention to these races yes but it does not cancel out the onslaught of advertisements or seeing the ground game in your state it, it goes on top of that so, you know if Biden was advertising a lot or he had a strong ground game somewhere else and then he had this win and you combine that with people uh, with people seeing that win uh, seeing people in their communities uh, being reached out to that personal touch you see the bombardment of advertisements you could say okay biden might have a real chance to get back in this but he doesn't have that so the question isn't can he overtake bernie in these states for me at least uh the question for me is can biden uh keep bloomberg from taking biden's position in the states where uh biden was competing with bloomberg we will see i mean you have to remember that what what the what what kind of bump does winning a state get you um does it get you a couple points yeah does it get you like 10, 20 points? No. And that's what Biden would need to actually be competitive with Bernie in a state like California, where Bernie's got, in the latest polls we've seen, Bernie's at like 35, and Warren's in second under the 15% threshold. And Biden's under Warren, who's under the 15% threshold. I, I mean, it would be a, a real a, a change here. It, it would be like a real change in the race for, for Biden to somehow pull through. Uh, oh, I just realized I need to reshare the uh that feed here. Um where'd it go? The new feed. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, let me reshare that. Uh, uh, feed went down. We're back up here now. Oh. All right. I, I I don't know if you realize I'm humming. Uh, <laughs> juvenile. Thanks to Tom Steyer. Who? Let's give a shout out to Tom Steyer. Came in a strong third in South Carolina after spending, like, what? Something like $20 million in South Carolina? This was Tom Steyer's do-or-die as well. He thought he was going to have a strong showing, at least hit the 15% threshold in South Carolina. Didn't happen for Tom Steyer. Sorry, Tom Steyer. Um, But we did get that great moment of him dancing. Uh, He hired Juvenile to perform at one of his events last night. And we have that great video clip of Tom Steyer dancing to back that ass up or back that dang up if you need the radio edit version Uh, and I truly thank him for that fantastic made it all worth it (laughs) Um, but this is what I'm looking at here actually my hope was that Bernie hit 20% in South Carolina And that Biden came under 50. We are at that right now. Um, Biden is... uh, Bernie is just under 20%. I hope he gets those... Whatever he needs there to, uh, to get that 20%. And Bernie... Is... I'm sorry. And Biden is is definitely under 50%. So Biden will either come in at 48 or 49 it looks like. And it looks like Bernie could come in at just under 20 or 20% on the dot. I just think visually it looks better to be, you know, forty nine, forty eight, twenty. 20, you know, forty nine, twenty, forty eight, twenty 20 48 20 than it is to be 50 19. Uh and that might help some people say, "Oh, it wasn't that bad." Um yeah, Biden is under fifty, right. Thanks, Lord Arian. Uh folks, patreon dot com slash You could support this show at Patreon dot com slash Matt Uh we are literally just a few patrons away from hitting the goal. I mean a few. Under five patrons away from hitting the goal. Our first goal. Uh it would make me so happy if we hit that goal. Um it would be uh, it would make my day so patreon.com slash Matt binder also youtube.com slash Matt binder to subscribe to the youtube channel gotta grow that YouTube channel we're, we're gaining on it we're gaining there with the YouTube channel uh, but uh let's 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 keep gaining right um <clears throat> Uh, what else? Let's see. Uh, I'm going through the. I'm gonna go to the chat. Uh, real quick. Uh-huh. Oh, let's let's talk about some other things from tonight. Let's bring up what – else, what else happened tonight? Let's talk about – oh, okay. So let's see where we're at right now. So basically we have – actually, let's get to this first. The cable news reaction tonight, no surprise, they were in full-on you know, ecstasy mode. It couldn't be clearer that they're happy that Biden won. A complete turnaround from when Bernie wins, right? I mean this just isn't my my uh my read of things. I was watching uh, CNN with someone who just been paying attention as an outsider, likes Bernie, but isn't you know crazy uh, into the primaries like I am. And they said to me how they're watching this, and they said to me, you know it's it's really weird how they're explaining Bernie's wins." Uh, his tie in Iowa and his wins in uh, New Hampshire and Nevada, comparing it when you compare it to Biden's win in South Carolina. Every time they brought up a Bernie win in one of those states to talk about it in their analysis, there was always some sort of qualifier, some sort of but. You know, Bernie won here, but. And then when they got to Biden, they're basically talking his strategy on what they think he should do so he could beat Bernie. I mean, it's not surprising, but you're going to be a little bit less open about it, right? I mean, it's a little lame. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I just think it's so obvious at this point what's going on in terms of there being a real movement to not want Bernie to win. I don't think it's an organ- a very organized movement, as we can see. But there's clearly people who don't want Bernie to win. And, and they're literally putting it out there uh, when they necessarily are not in that role to be giving that advice, uh, telling people to drop out of the race so Biden could because they assume Biden would be Bernie that way. I don't hear those same calls. I don't see those same pundits out there saying, you know, Warren should really drop out so they could stop <coughs> the moderates and coalesce around Bernie." You don't hear that suggestion out there, right? No, of course not. But you would hear that suggestion. Mark my words, if it was the other way around and Warren was in the lead, these pundits would be saying, Why is Bernie still in the race? I guarantee you that. You know, it, it's. It's. It is what it is. What are you going to do about it? I'm just telling you, if you're down in the dumps because of tonight's results, you shouldn't be. Bernie, even the. You know, the Bernie campaign thought they were going to do much better than they did, but they always knew they weren't going to win in South Carolina, so don't worry about it. I mean, it is what it is. You're not gonna win every race. And, uh... We go on to Super Tuesday, where it looks like it's gonna be a great night for Bernie. Uh... If anything, they should light a fire under your ass to, to get off, uh... To, to get off, uh... Your couch, or your, uh... Computer chair, or... Uh... Whatever. And, uh... Maybe make some calls. Knock on some doors. Or, stay on the couch. Stay on the computer chair. And uh, send some texts or shit post because I'm telling you that definitely works. I'm sorry I don't buy this whole Bernie Bros hurt Bernie thing. We're winning exactly because of everything that's been done so far. There's no hindrance. There should be no change in whatever anyone's doing. South Carolina was never going to be a win for Bernie. I just received a really funny tweet. South Carolina shows Bernie. Bernie's campaign is dying. <laughs> if you cannot win black voters, you cannot win the presidency. This is another really funny thing to me. Now, when you win Iowa or New Hampshire, what do they say? Oh, those states aren't, aren't uh, representative of the electorate. It's very white states, and they are. They're not representative of the electorate. They're very white states who showcase uh, what uh, Iowan people want, what white people in New Hampshire want. Uh, You go to Nevada and you get the same thing all of a sudden. It's like, oh, you know, you're in a really diverse state. It's like the fifth most representative of the country. Bernie wins big there because of the Latino vote. You do not hear anything about how, oh man, Bernie has coalesced the Latino vote around him. This is really bad news for all the other candidates if they can't get the Latino vote. No, no, you don't hear any of that. You you do get, and I'll be fair, you do get people commending Bernie for his reaching out to the Latino communities. But you do not hear any sort of uh, criticism of other candidates for failing to reach out to Latinos. But all of a sudden, we're in South Carolina now. where, where It's not. It is not at all. Uh show uh, uh, uh broadcasting what the electorate looks like whatsoever is it the first state with a large population of the democratic base of black voters yes uh it's a good showcase of uh what uh southern black democrats are looking for which is good they're part of the they're uh, part of the democratic party they have their voice heard and they tonight said that they think joe Biden's the best person to be nominee cool. We add that to all the other states with that in mind, and we see how that goes. But you don't hear at all any sort of, you know, the same thing you hear in Iowa or New Hampshire or Nevada. You don't hear, oh, you know, that's representative of what, you know, uh, the Southern African American population wants. You know, they're more conservative, more moderate, so it makes sense that that's their opinion. You never hear, you know, but if you look at uh, the black community in Chicago or in New York or in California, how they're more progressive, they're more liberal, they uh, are more for someone like a Bernie Sanders, especially young people there. You don't hear that at all, like you hear from New Hampshire and for Iowa and Nevada, not at all. And I think it really says, a, I think it says a lot. I think actually it's it's really it talks down to uh, the Democratic base, where you're basically saying that. Uh, you know, black voters in Philadelphia are the same as black voters in South Carolina, uh, in like Charlotte, uh, 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 South Carolina. Um, uh, It's it's not, I think it just talks down to uh, all voters in general. I think you should say that Joe Biden is strong with the constituency of black voters in South Carolina. That doesn't that doesn't talk down to anybody. That's just what it is. It's just, you know, it's frustrating. I mean, to act like you know, I am as as a as a Caucasian voter as a white voter in New York, I do not vote the same as a white voter in Iowa, of a white voter in that state right above us in uh, New Hampshire. I don't vote the same as a white person in Washington State. I don't vote the same as a white person in South Carolina. It's ridiculous to act like, you know, it's a monolith vote. Um, alright, let's get to this because I tweeted something making some people very unhappy, but it's the truth. Sorry, folks. That's just, this, this is just the truth. Um, oh yeah, by the way, you can drop a super chat in the uh, YouTube feed uh, if you want to give a one-off donation, and I'll make sure to read your chat right away Um. so I don't miss it. Uh. Just go to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bender. And uh you could like, give that one off donation, I'll read that chat immediately. Let me actually open up the super chat channel now, make sure I don't miss anything, just in case. Um This is what I want to talk about right now. And I'm sure it's gonna make some people very unhappy, but it's the truth. It just it, it's the truth. Um so One of the things we've seen way before people have even started voting in the primaries and caucuses is that Mayor Pete Buttigieg has little to absolutely no support in the black community anywhere. Uh, We've seen him poll at 0% in national polls with black voters. We've seen him poll, I believe the highest poll had him up at 2 or 3% with among black voters. And it's been something that has hounded him. Uh, he did well in Iowa and New Hampshire, states that are 90% white. He did decently, but not anywhere near as well in Nevada, And then tonight, he came in after Steyer in 4th. You have Biden, Bernie Steyer, Buttigieg in 4th. And he's in 4th, I think, because actually, the um, electorate apparently tonight was less... uh, was more white, actually, than in previous years. And... And what shocks me here is who I'm going to talk about now. Now, uh, you know, I start with Buddha Judge, but he's actually not the point of this. Because he is pretty much in there right now for who knows how much longer. I think he's going to stay in for a while because he's going to want to get to the Midwest states. I think that he thinks he's going to do really well in Indiana. And he thinks that's somehow going to extend to... Neighboring Midwestern states. I don't think so, but we'll see. But in fifth place, behind Buttigieg, who's been the butt of all these jokes where he has zero black support, is Elizabeth Warren. Fifth place in South Carolina. She's not dropped out. She has gone on the attack on Bernie tonight. During her speech, saying how thirty years as a congressman, little to no work to show for it. Unnecessary at this point in the race. What what does she come in at even at this point? I'm trying to even where 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 is she even coming in at this point? Let me let me I I favorited a tweet showing what she's actually at. Uh, where'd it go? All right, here we go. Third in Iowa, fourth in New Hampshire, fourth in Nevada, fifth in South Carolina. Her trajectory is on a downward spiral, and it started in third place. She has a total of what is it? Eight delegates right now, after four states. She was not viable. In three out of the four states. If she was the only progressive running and the whole purpose of her campaign was to push the party left, of course, keep running. That's what Bernie did in 2016. Absolutely. But there's now no point to her to run. We have another progressive in the race, he's actually winning. And what should be being done now is she should be dropping out to consolidate the support for him. She's to endorse him when she drops out, too. She's made that clear she's not going to do that. Her stump speech tonight focused on not any sort of uh, projection that she's going to win any states. In fact, I don't think her campaign is thinking they're going to win anywhere. Including her home state, Massachusetts, where she's a few points behind Bernie. She basically admitted tonight that the point is to just pick up delegates here and there and then go to the convention and say, hey, look at these delegates I got. Nominate me. Uh, I don't know why she's thinking this. If it goes to the convention, they're going to nominate a moderate. If there's a broker convention, uh, the party establishment at least, Uh, they're certainly not going to give it to Warren. Uh, Maybe if she was in like a strong second or third place, they would do that. And third place is really pushing it. Maybe if she was in a strong second place, they would consider doing that. She's not. They're going to give it to someone who's behind Bernie, Biden, and Buttigieg at this point right now? Someone who's in the progressive lane as well? I don't know what she's thinking here, to be honest. I, I don't. I gotta say. She's been a real disappointment for this presidential campaign. I know people are gonna probably think I'm just someone who always didn't like Warren. You could check. I don't tweet snake she's at her. All of my criticism has been legit, based on campaign faults, uh, based on policy issues. I have not attacked her in a way that was personal or anything. Uh, probably my biggest issue with her that you can consider personal but she made it a campaign issue was the native american t- dna test that's where i have a problem with and it's not for the same reasons other people think i have a problem with it's not for the same reasons other people have a problem with i've already said i completely get she grew up thinking she was what she what she thought she was because her parents told her that i don't fault her for that if you grow up and someone tells you that this is what you are like your parents tell you that You're going to not believe them? Of course you are. My issue is that she took this test and then when it showed that she wasn't, she still tried to spin it as proof that she was to stop Donald Trump from calling her Pocahontas, which is dumb to even fall into that trap to even argue that with him, which makes the whole DNA test uh, strategy moot to begin with. So yeah, that's the summary there. My disappointment is that the whole point I thought of her and Bernie winning was to make sure that the progressive uh, uh, wing of the party had a real shot at winning. You know, if Bernie didn't take off, maybe Warren would. If Warren didn't take off, maybe Bernie would. And I think it became clear that once someone was really taking off, I think it was was clear what I, I think a lot of people thought it was clear to them early on that once someone started taking off, the other would drop out if it became obvious they weren't going to go anywhere. Now, would it have hurt my? You know, would it have hurt if the guy I support, Bernie, dropped out? Uh, yeah, it would have sucked. But I want a progressive to win, so I would have got behind Warren. Easy, no issue at all. It would have been the easiest decision of my life. I would have been pissed about Bernie, and that the areas he was better on were going to be probably, you know, set aside because that's not where how Warren where Warren is, fine. Yeah, I would have been upset about that. But actually supporting her and voting for her would have been easy-peasy. easy, easy peasy. I would have had no problem doing that. I voted for Hillary in the 2016 general election. I didn't have to. I live in New York. It's a blue state. I felt like, though, it was the right thing to do because I looked at Donald Trump as that much of a, of a threat. I just wanted to help rack up the numbers for the popular vote. It is what it is. I'm, I'm a... I'm just, this is how I felt. So if I was able to do that, the Warren thing, super easy. I would have got right behind her. And there was a lot of Warren supporters who, when she was in her rise in the polls last fall, uh, late summer, early fall, she started rising like August, September, October. It looked like she was going to be the front runner. Actually it looked like she was going to, You know, bounce way ahead of Joe Biden even, who was leading the pack for the entire year. Uh, There was a lot of calls from people saying Bernie should drop out. Before a single vote, people were saying Bernie should drop out. And listen, if she kept it going and the Iowa and New Hampshire came in and Bernie lost and Warren was in first, you know, Bernie probably should have dropped out if that was the case. Unless he was in like a strong second. But... Other than that, he should have dropped out if that was the case. Uh, that's not what happened. Bernie won. Popular vote in Iowa. Outright in New Hampshire and Nevada. Second place in South Carolina. The only other viable candidate besides Joe Biden, who, who won in South Carolina. Um, and Warren's not even putting up the numbers. I mean, Warren is in third, fourth, fourth, and fifth. I mean, what are we doing here? It's... uh, What are we doing here? I got YouTube notifications coming up on my uh, phone that was that's new oh so the tweet I I tweeted this out and it's making some people uh, (laughs) I tweeted Warren supporters we're at this point now you can either support Bernie the progressive candidate, there's a real shot at winning, or you can hold on to a dying campaign long enough to see yourself become H. A. Goodman. Now, for those of you who don't remember H. A. Goodman, he was this blogger on HuffPost who would come out with all sorts of articles after every single primary race during the twenty sixteen Democratic primary election saying how this is how Bernie's going to win. He would do this no matter what. After every race, whether Bernie won, whether Hillary won, when it became clear that Bernie wasn't going to be the nominee and he was staying in the race to push Hillary to the left. After every single contest, a new article about how you guys aren't doing the math right. You got to do it like this. You have to unskew the delegates. You have to, you know, Look at the, uh, the, the, the numbers this way. And when you look at it like this, Bernie's clearly the front runner, even though he's behind by like 200 delegates or 300 delegates. He was a joke. And everyone knew this guy was a joke. He was literally saying Bernie could become the nominee, I believe, after Hillary clinched the nomination at the convention. And he ended up losing his mind and becoming a MAGA guy. I mean, he lost his mind well before that, but he ended up extra losing his mind, and becoming a mad guy. <laughs> so I'm basically saying, don't become one of those guys. Listen, if you were a Bernie supporter who stuck by Bernie like I did throughout the whole race, that's totally fine. I stuck by him because I wanted to keep him to keep pushing the party left. But I knew because I'm, this is what I do. I paid, you know, I I get what's going on. I don't try to convince myself. Uh, Fictional scenarios. I knew he wasn't going to win. When it got to a certain point, but I understood the importance of him staying in the race when it was just him and Hillary. But, you know, if you were one of those weird like, what is uh what do we call him over on the uh, on the Brook Show? Oh yeah, the, the dumb dumb left. The, the weird conspiratorial folks on the left, that small contingent, you don't want to become Warren supporters. You don't want to become those dead-enders. That's not what you want to become. You want to become part of the coalition of the 85 to 90% of Bernie supporters who understood the math in 2016 and are back here to support the progressive in the race this year. I mean, just don't, just don't go out, don't go out like that, don't go out like that. That's all I'm saying. Go out on top. Uh, all right. You know what? Let's read some comments, but we'll do that in the second half of the show. Uh, this is the free show. If you want the rest of the show, keep watching the live stream, uh, youtube.com slash Matt Bender, subscribe to the YouTube channel, patreon.com slash Matt Bender, become a patron please, so close to hitting our goal, we're now at four, four patrons away from hitting our goal. Uh, and let me read the patrons who, who make it possible to begin with. Get your name on this list before it becomes too much for me to read. These are the folks who make the show possible. Abigail T. Adam Q. Alan B. Amanda H. Andrew C. Andrew H. Angela R. E. R. Baka. Ben. Benji. Uh, Bobby M. Brosnan. Champagne Kami. Chris F. Christine H. Colin R. Connor R. Cracker Barrel Cyber Snowstorm Cynthia J Dan K Dan M Dank Uger Dave K Dave Z David Z I should say uh, Daya Doug H Dragonslayer Eugene B Froz K FTW All Day George A Greg D Grim uh, Hitesh Igor D Jack D Jamison Test Janelle A Jasmine H Jeremy M, Jim C, John B, John S, Jonathan B, Jonathan L, Joseph R, Joyce M, Justin S, Katie S, Kaushal, Lance R, Lisa D, M, C, uh, Mariah, Mark S, Matt Z, Max W, me, Melissa M, Mitch V, Michael B, Michael J, Michael M, Mr. Danks, Nicole A, Namde Net, Nullstyle, O Death, Paul M Penelope D Qster, Rad Dad Redemption, uh, Remy S Ryan Scott R Sean H Snazzles Stephen R Stephen S Steve A Struggle Session T M Tammy G Terence R, uh, the Hypervisor. This is, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. This is not pizza. Tina M, Todd K, Tom M, Vance S, Why That tie Guy, Wootopian, Zachary K, and of course, last but certainly not least, Zoe G. Um, uh, follow me on Twitter at Matt Binder. Once again, patreon.com slash mattbinder, youtube.com slash mattbinder, uh, tell your friends about the show. Big help. Do tell your friends about the show. Doomedpod.com for the podcast version of the show. All these live streams become podcasts. Even the ones like this where it's no interview and it's just, you know, post-debate or post-primary results. I make them uh, the uh, episode as well. Uh, yeah. Uh... Do you. Uh, stick around for the uh, rest of the show if you're on the live stream or if you're a patron. Otherwise, see you all next time. I'm going to grab a drink real fast. Be back in a second. See you all next time on Doomed. All right, we are back. <sighs> What's up, everybody? Hello, patrons. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the comments here. Yeah, sorry everyone for going down earlier in the first half of the show. Uh, leftist Human says, South Carolina, does this hurt us on Super Tuesday? No. I mean, it puts Biden back in the game. I don't think it hurts Bernie outright. Like, no one's going from Bernie to Biden. Question is, do other people coalesce around Bernie uh, around Biden who are going for other people? Like Bloomberg or or... Buttigieg or uh, Klobuchar or Warren, um, I don't think that many. There'll be some. I think Biden will get some sort of bump in the polls. Uh, but it, honestly, it's not enough time to really to really make a dent, though. It's, it's really not enough time to make a dent. I think Bernie is really helped by the um, the fact that Super Tuesday is so close. This is a Saturday night primary. You have to recall, this is a Saturday night primary. And that means that the Biden and, and Super Tuesday is on, on Tuesday. This Tuesday. So that leaves the Biden campaign with Sunday and Monday. So basically, what they're going to do is they're going to get together tonight, and they're going to figure out what their strategy is going to be over the next two days. Sunday going to be rough. People are not going to be paying attention to this stuff on Sunday. It's a weekend; they day off. People want to relax. It's Sunday too. It's not like it's Saturday. Sunday is much worse because you have people go. You know, they they shut they shut off on Sunday. Uh. They don't want to pay attention to this stuff. They want to... there is a day the day off. Monday will probably be the day where we'll see some change maybe. There'll probably be some polling that comes out on Monday. Uh post South Carolina polling. But they got really about 48 hours to really contact people. Like people are saying 72 hours, but no, not even. Cuz you have to remember, you have a limited amount of time to reach out to voters. You're not going to contact voters before 8 a.m. And you ain't going to contact them after, what, 8 p.m., 9 p.m. latest, you know? So that's two days, about 12 hours each day. Really doesn't give them much time. I mean, super Tuesday morning, they could probably do some get out the vote stuff. But that's hard. Too many states, who are you going to focus on? Is anyone seeing a delegate count? I'm trying to find the delegate count. Um. <clears throat> what are we at here? So it looks like Bernie is still ahead. By 10 delegates, but there's still delegates to be handed out from Biden. I mean, from South Carolina, which it looks possible that Biden wins those. We might see uh, Biden pull ahead. Biden's pulled ahead by the popular vote. It's not a problem. Uh, Popular vote's going to be a constant moving thing. um, Within these next couple of days. But the delegate count is where you want to really pay attention and not let someone run away with it. Um, I don't... uh... You know, I want to look at the polling really quick. What did the polling had Sanders before this? Um, You know, Bernie was never really up by. I think his highest was twenty three percent in South Carolina. What happened is Biden overperformed, Warren underperformed, Steyer underperformed. And they probably, those voters probably ended up going with Biden. I mean, polls had Sanders at 11%, 16%, 23%, 23%, 19%, 21%, 14%. He got 19%. That puts it in that range. They underestimated Biden because they overestimated Warren and Steyer. Yeah, I'm not terribly worried about I don't think anyone here should be either. Yeah. I don't I'm just trying to find a delegate count here. this stock camp? <laughs> uh see Bernie's still in the lead delegate wise it looks like by less I think Biden's at 49 now and Sanders is 56 I mean he's about 7 7 away from tying Bernie it's possible he ends up coming ahead by one or two delegates. Ah, uh, wait, Booty Judge considering dropping out? Or is this just someone random who's saying that? He got 2% of South Carolina's black vote, right. Yeah, I, I This is now a race between Biden, Bernie, and Bloomberg, I think. And I know people are laughing about Bloomberg probably who've seen his debate performance, but I wouldn't count out Bloomberg yet. I really wouldn't. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry for the uh the fun part of the show where you just watch me look at a screen. But I needed this information so I could uh properly give you guys some analysis here, right? I mean what's the point of me doing this if I'm not gonna tell you guys something smart? And I can't tell you something smart. Uh, if I don't know what's going on right now. (laughs) Um, all right, let's go back to the comments. Um, yeah, people thought I got the, uh, people thought I got, uh, taken down earlier because of the happy birthday song. No, it's not. It's not because of that. Uh, Golden Rule says I can't in good conscience donate to Warren anymore. I mean, do what you gotta do. I don't want people, I mean, people are getting mad at me for that tweet, but it's just the truth. If you support Warren, that's cool, but I also have a right to say what I said. If you're a progressive who's still supporting Warren, then, I mean, what are you doing? If you're a Warren supporter still supporting Warren, that's cool. That's who you should support. It depends on what you identify as. I identify as a leftist and Bernie Sanders is the most left person in the race. So because of that, I'm a Bernie supporter. If there was someone to Bernie's left, I would be a supporter of that person. Or if someone closest to my views, my leftist views, was clearly in the lead, i.e. if Warren was leading and Bernie was losing, I would support Warren so we could get to my leftist uh, policy. It's really a simple, simple thing. I don't identify as a Bernie supporter first. If you identify as a a Warren supporter, then you're obviously going to support Warren. Fine. But I think you lose. I mean, I don't know how you could say you're progressive as as a progressive, and you could be progressive, but I wouldn't say that's what you identify as first and foremost. Um, Bobby says Bloomberg is the Dems' best hope Trump will eat Biden or Bernie alive Did you not see Trump That, that video of Trump today on the, At CPAC Where he gets behind the podium And squats down below it So you just see the top of his head And he starts doing a Bloomberg impression Trump is going to eat Bloomberg alive Please Bernie is the best chance to face Trump And I strongly believe that because Bernie doesn't fall for Trump's stupid games like Biden or Bloomberg any of these guys would. They would try to play the name-calling game like Hillary did. They would try to attack Trump with the same sort of attacks. Bernie has a wonderful quality about him. And that is no matter what is being talked about, what is being said, he pivots to the issues. And that is going to really connect with voters. Trump is going to be on stage, the debate stage, trying to do personal tax, trying to be his silly, you know, stupid, funny self, and Bernie's just going to go, you know, people are living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, workers are losing their job. They're losing their health care. They don't have good health care. They're stuck in medical debt. They're stuck in debt, period, because they're not making enough money. They're stuck in student debt. It's gonna resonate. Way over the you know a push up contest that Biden says he'll have with Trump, or Bloomberg saying, How many billions do you have again Trump? Who is the bigger billionaire? I mean, come on now. Luke says, Rest in peace, style campaign. At least he went out dancing. Absolutely. You yeah. know. I wouldn't say Tom Steyer is a likable billionaire, but he's certainly the closest to being likable a billionaire has ever got. Let's put it that way, right? Dorian says, "Public enemy, yo, right? Public enemy, public enemy radio. It's public enemy minus Flavor Flav. Flavor is not going to be there at the Bernie rally." Ariane says Bernie's at twenty percent, is he? Did he hit twenty? He's like right there on the cusp. I see nineteen point nine. Who's saying Bernie's at who's got Bernie at twenty? I see Biden's at forty eight, which is great. That's what I want him at. I'm sorry, I think that's a big difference. Getting seeing fifty and seeing forty high forties is a huge difference. If you're someone who pays attention to those sort of things, and it actually has a real—if that has a—if that affects your vote, those numbers actually mean something. Uh, MSNBC has Biden within within uh, six delegates of tying Bernie. Which, you know, it's going to happen for, maybe, may happen for a little bit. How many more delegates are are, are to be given out? How many delegates does South Carolina have? 'Cause so far they've given out thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, forty-eight delegates. Is there enough for uh? There's exactly six more to give out, it looks like. Okay. So best Biden could do is get one delegate ahead of Bernie if he takes those leftover delegates. We'll see. It's going to be really close. Luke says, Matt Bender, how do you see Super Tuesday going? Let me tell you how I see it going. I see. I'm pulling up the Super Tuesday states just so I don't forget about any of them. Okay. Alabama. Arkansas. uh, Tennessee. uh, Oklahoma. Uh, Those are going to be probably... Bernie's weakest states, but I only see him getting trounced in Alabama. I see him doing fairly well, not first, but second or third in Arkansas, Oklahoma, and Tennessee. I think he'll be above the 15% threshold in all those states. Maybe not Alabama. We'll see about that. I don't know. California, Colorado, Maine. Uh Texas, Utah, North Carolina, and Virginia. Well, let me keep those two out. Hold on. California, Colorado, Maine, uh, Utah and Democrats abroad. And America Samoa, American Samoa. He's gonna he's gonna win. I don't know by how much, but he's gonna win those. He's gonna really win California, I think. I think his California win will effectively end the primary, all but end the primary. I went Democrats abroad. Did I mention that Um, North Carolina and Virginia? He's done really better than I thought he would in those two states. It would not shock me if he came in first. It would not shock me if he came in a strong second in those two states. Um, He's not going to get trounced. I could I could see in a worst case scenario like a 10 point difference but still pulling in enough delegates to matter. He is going to sweep Vermont, obviously. I think he's going to take all delegates from there. I think it's not even I think there'll be no one else viable. That's what happened in 2016. I think it's going to happen this time around. Vermont doesn't have very very many delegates. I think it only has 17, but winning all of them basically makes Biden's big uh uh, running of the board tonight, you know, it, it evens that out a bit. Uh, and that leaves Massachusetts and Minnesota. I think it could go either way with those two states. We got Klobuchar and uh, Warren's two home states. Their home states, each, I should say. It's looking better for Klobuchar to win Minnesota than it is for Warren to win Massachusetts. I think Bernie will have a strong showing in Minnesota. I would be pleasantly surprised if he came in first, but he'll be a strong second. Uh, I think Bernie has a good chance of winning in Massachusetts, and I think that would be just detrimental to Warren. Excuse me. I don't know why she's staying in the race at this point to, to get to that point, seeing where she's at. Uh, it's it's gonna be. It's gonna be real. Lee. Oh, it's, it's going to be it's going to be brutal it's going to be brutal it's going to be brutal grim says a dem hasn't won south carolina since 76 no i get listen i totally get that you know if you're doing if if you're if you're strongest in red states That have no chance of going blue. I get why that's a point to make, but if we're going to be, you know, if we're going to be progressive, someone on the left who says we run it for all fifty states, all fifty states matter, then you make that argument within the context, but you don't, you know, lay your hat on it, hang your hat on it. You know, it's I'm not a fan of that argument. Lord Ariane says, uh, this is according to the exit polls, I should add, uh, Bernie's still won with young blacks, working class whites, and voters under thir- and under 45. Yeah, yeah, but they just didn't come out in numbers. This was, this is another reason why I think it's not, and I should have mentioned this in the first half of the show, but, um, this is another reason why I don't think this is uh, really all that uh, relevant to the upcoming states against again minus maybe like Alabama or maybe Tennessee. This was the oldest turnout. Young people under 45 made it a very small number here. Like really small. I don't know what happened. Um Bernie will actually end up walking away with more votes tonight than he did it in twenty sixteen. But youth turnout was actually down from twenty sixteen. So I'm not sure what happened there. A little bit a little bit confused about that turn that, that uh that turn of events. Um, King says Do you think a vote for Warren Is a vote for Biden now? Yeah I think if you're a Warren voter At this point Unless You are a Warren supporter If you're someone who could think Of voting for Bernie It's time to To make that decision now We are at the point Where every vote Is going to count Because it's no longer Just about winning It's about the margins Nicholas says, yeah, now they're about the popular vote. They're in ecstasy. It's perverse the programming taking place. It makes me sympathetic to the authoritarian communists. Uh, Luke says, I know it's unrelated, but it's crazy to see his crowd in Boston today compared with South Carolina results. Whiplash. I mean, the weirdest thing to me is no one makes any sort of connection to the fact that when Biden shows up, in a state where Bernie turns out this huge crowd and Biden's crowds are tiny or any of these moderates' crowds are tiny. No one says, wow, look at that. He just doesn't have support there. Yet Bernie just has weak states like every other candidate does, but the focus on his weak states, like they matter more than any other state when it's just not true. It's just another state like any of the other states. All of them are really on level playing field, to be honest, except to me, uh like states like uh, New York California Texas uh, North Carolina Virginia uh Massachusetts these states that are just this highly populated states with with tons of delegates I mean Michigan I mean we're gonna really act like Utah is the same as I don't know uh Utah is the same as uh, Florida or uh, Mississippi is the same as, uh, I don't know, what's another tiny state? You catch what I'm saying. It's silly to compare these states like that. Um, Misha says, almost all my progressive acquaintances in California support Warren. I mean, Warren's not going to win in California. At best, she's going to take delegates from Bernie. At best. As of right now, she's under the threshold. So she might not even take delegates from Bernie. She might just uh, block Bernie from getting more delegates if Biden gets a bump from tonight. uh golden rule says i think warren will retire after super tuesday or she will wait for another straggler to bow out like pete or klobuchar i don't know she's really making it clear that she's going to the convention and again i should do a i'm going to do a separate video on the whole super delegate thing and the going to the convention thing so i'm not going to talk about that now i'm going to make a, a standalone video for that um Ryan says it's so awesome when racist liberals treat black voters as a monolith. Right? It's it's talking down to them, to both the South Carolina African American uh, Democratic base and the Democratic uh, base in black communities all over the country. They each have their own specific reason both personally and as a community in their state, for voting how they vote. And to project that onto anyone else, is its I think it's talking down to them, really. Nicola says, wait, isn't Nevada more representative than South Carolina? Yes, Nevada is way more representative so far than all the four states that have voted in terms of uh, the... Uh, how the country actually looks. The, uh, the mix of uh, different races and ethnicities, that's the closest to how the country looks so far in terms of states that have voted. Luke asks, uh, how likely do you think a brokered convention is? I don't know yet. It's really hard to tell. I mean, all it's going to take this time around is for just one of these people to refuse to drop out. So... It's... It's not... It's not... Not possible. <laughs> you know... Broker Convention in 2016, basically... Hung on Bernie Sanders whether he dropped out, and endorsed before the convention. This time we're holding out that, uh, what six or seven other people drop out before the convention. Ryan says South Carolina is the forty-sixth most rep- most representative state in the union. Lord Arianne says 65% of the voters in South Carolina are, are black, but they're old. So they're older voters, right? Um MF John says right now before Super T- Tuesday I'm sure that Warren still thinks that she can win this. All right. So I actually, I've talked to someone, very smart, political mind, uh, uh, good friend of mine. He's worked on campaigns. He even he, He's a Bernie supporter now. Um, he worked on uh, Hillary, Hillary's campaign in 2008. He was a, a Bernie supporter in 2016. He wasn't sure whether he went Warren or Bernie in 2020, but after seeing how everything went, he's staunchly Bernie now. So you can see he's all, you know, he's pragmatically minded, but is progressive. And I I said this to him and I said to him, I think this is what's happening with Warren's campaign. And he he agreed as someone who's worked in campaigns, presidential campaigns. And when I say work, like, you know, not just a a organizer on the ground, like a, a, a player in the campaign. I said to him, I think what we're seeing with the Warren campaign right now is you have a campaign that really, really bought into their frontrunner status in September and October of last year. And they had convinced themselves that that was it. They were going to sail to victory from that. And you have an entire campaign that did this from the candidate to all the different staffers all the Hillary, Kamala, etc staffers that Warren hired for her campaign. And so what we have right now is a campaign in shock because that's how quickly it happened. From the very top to being the one candidate that actually polled ahead of Biden and jumped to frontrunner status, suddenly just plummets just as people are starting to vote and loses Her status. You have a campaign that's completely in denial. And that's going to be tough to break. People thought the Bernie campaign in 2016 was like that. The the, the anti-Bernie people. No. No, it just wasn't. They knew at a certain point that what they were saying was just to stay in to push the party platform to the left. There was no shot. And I know for a fact that there were people in that campaign who knew that. Including the the candidate himself. I think the one shot they were thinking of is if the FBI thing pulled through for Hillary's emails and it was disastrous. That was the one Hail Mary. But right here, right now, is we have a campaign in denial. And they are gonna be really tough to break, I think. It might take a shocking loss in her home state of Massachusetts to shatter that that idea that they have. I I really can't I really can't urge strongly enough that it pains me to talk about Warren this way. I am truly, it, it pains me to talk about Warren this way. I went to a New York City fundraiser for her to support her in 2012 when she was running to beat Scott Brown <coughs> for the Senate in Massachusetts. I have been a longtime Warren supporter. I, Bernie was my boy right from the beginning in this 2020 race because I just aligned more with him. And I really feel strongly about the movement building and the grassroots that Bernie has behind him. That is a big importance to me you know getting the activists and the protesters behind you that is super important to, to, to me. It's something I hold strongly. Um, but I was always a Warren fan and it's killing me to see what she's doing. You know, I constantly fought back at people for saying that, oh, Warren's not really a progressive. Oh, Warren's, you know, just Hillary 2.0. That's not true. Even now, it's not true. She's more progressive than Hillary on the policy. As a senator, she is a strong progressive. Again, is he the most progressive? No. Bad votes, certainly. But when you compare all the other presenters, she's, she's a super, super progressive for sure. But this, this campaign has really hurt her with me. It's, it's really sad. To I, I, I don't even know what to say. It's, I, <laughs> Warren, why'd you do this? And by do this, I don't mean run for president. Good for you. Run for president. I don't mean con- continuing to Super Tuesday. I, I'm actually, I'm, I wasn't actually one of the people who was calling for her to drop out early on. I, I think she sh- my previous position was she should go to Super Tuesday to see how she does. But now when I see how she's going about it, attacking Bernie the way she's attacking Bernie, the hypocrisy with the super PACs, it just ugh, really frustrating. Any update with those delegates? Are we really just 1%? uh, A point, point one percentage point away from Bernie hitting that 20%? Come on. With 99% in, come on. that delegate count has me a bit I mean I don't think it'd be that much of a difference for Bernie going forward but um I think still being the delegate lead going into Super Tuesday is is extra strength um Let me just check one other area. Let's see if there's an updated delegate count. Oh come on! Are you actually going to play an ad right now? Unbelievable! Playing an ad while I'm doing the show. All right, CNN still has Bernie ahead in delegates. Looks like MSNBC has updated the delegate count, um, more accurately, but still doesn't have the final numbers. Mm. Vox has Bernie one extra delegate uh, up from MSNBC 57 to 51. Instead of 56 to 51. Nope. Now MSNBC's updated it too. So at best at this point at best Biden could tie it with Bernie and delegates. Queen B said Did Biden mention Obama in his victory speech tonight. He did. He called himself and he said he, he attacked Bernie without mentioning his name for not being a, for not being a real democrat. He said how he was a lifelong democrat and he's an Obama Biden democrat. <clears throat> Um got some snake emojis in the chat. Political smack says Warren in desperation mode again. Right, right. It's just not there's no there's no constituency for her. I'm sorry. I remember their argument early on was, you know, we didn't do good in Iowa and New Hampshire, but those are very white states. We're going to see what happens when the electorate matches the country, they said. And then they go to Nevada and they do even worse. And they go to South Carolina and do even worse. Um... Dorian says Warren's polling second in Colorado, but not high enough for viability. Right? Even if she gets second somewhere, if she's not viable, she's not bringing home, she's not taking home delegates. Ryan says, "I mean, if you can't get high enough in Colorado, I don't know what to tell you." <laughs> Dinah says somebody is whispering VP in Warren's ear if she stays in. Who's she going to be VP to? Biden? Biden's not going to pick her for VP. Um, AJ says she was a Republican who became progressive for votes, got him, and now is Republican again. No, that's not what happened. I don't know what was up with Warren for the first, like, 40 years of her life. I don't get why she was was 50 years of her life or whatever. I don't get why she was a Republican well after it was clear who the Republican party was. I don't I don't understand it. <clears throat> but she didn't jump all of a sudden to start pandering. She very clearly had a change in who she was. And it came over time and it wasn't it wasn't what you're saying it was. I'm sorry. I'm not defending Warren, but I'm speaking truth here. I'm going to get I'm not going to lie about what happened. I'm not going to let, you know, it's the facts here. She didn't all of a sudden switch. Like she didn't pull a Bloomberg who supported stop and frisk until 2 days before he announced his president his presidential campaign and all of a sudden came out and apologized for stop and frisk. That's not what happened here. Um, we have people in the chat arguing with each other about who's a simp. Um, Nicola says, Michael Brooks was right about Warren. I'm breaking from being more sympathetic with Sam Cedar and even Jamie on Warren to being more aligned with Michael Brooks and like Brooks, I'll say that anyone can change for good or for bad. Yeah, Tulsi should drop out already. What is she doing? I mean, Bernie could have used those 4,000 votes she got. Could have bumped him up uh, to, you know, that 20%. Probably could have even, depending on where those votes came from, maybe could have even netted him a delegate. Jeff says, Jeff the leftist says, uh, their Burn, uh, uh, Bernie volunteer call system has made 1.2 million calls today and still 20 minutes left. The Epic Gaming Wiz says Joe Biden is about to steamroll the hell out of Bernie. I don't know what you're talking about. Dog on the Roof says you got to get into some Eric Garner game theory to think Bernie was going to win the convention once they were there in 2016. Well, I think he was talking about 2016. I added that. Lord Ariane says, uh, Bernie has a good chance of getting every delegate in California. Uh, I think that Biden win could maybe hurt that. Bernie will still win California, and I think he'll still win by a lot. But I think perhaps Biden could jump to viable after tonight. Maybe. Because he's not that far behind. I think this could bump you a point or two. And a point or two for Biden basically makes him viable. Grim says, Biden is living cringe. Champagne Kami says, love the post event streams. I've been trying I've been doing them for every debate, except for the debate that happened the day I was doing the live Michael Brooks show in Brooklyn. And I've done them for every primary, and I'll continue doing them. And hopefully if we get more patrons, I'll do a, a live stream as often as possible. After every event period, something happens, I would even consider doing a, a nightly stream if we had enough patrons. It just has to make sense, because you guys know me by now. I, I love doing this. But it's got to make sense in terms of monetary-wise, simply because I got kids and I do other things. You guys know the 100 million things I do. Um. So, uh Yeah. And if we hit that, that, that patron threshold of, of that goal, I will start doing more of those YouTube standalones for sure because those are short and, and quick. I could, I could easily put them together in like an hour. And I think they're effective too because they're shorter so you could share them better on social media and with your friends on Facebook and stuff. Um, Brian says, you think Steyer will endorse anybody? And if so, who? I mean, I think he wants to endorse Bernie. I think Bernie doesn't want him to endorse him, though. <laughs> Steyer's not going to give you anything, really. And because Steyer's uh, money was all in South Carolina. So if he's done with South Carolina now, there's no nowhere where Steyer was strong." Um. Dog on the roof. Wait, what? Um. I was gonna boom her out for a second. What's going on here? I'm lost here in the stream. Uh, Zoe says the best part is when he reads talking about me when he reads a lot all the weird shit going on in here in the chat uh, Dog on the Roof says my YouTube notification took me to the stream that had gone down and ended and when I saw it uh, with 7 minutes I thought I had to start doing PM cookies. no I'm not Michael Brooks <laughs> I don't do the, the quick little 15 minute live streams after a, a, a primary I give you guys a full show we sit here and we, you know we, we, we get it off our chest make you feel better on nights like tonight where things weren't looking good I make you feel uh, great when uh, we're we're all feeling great I make you feel even better on a great night um oh wait we got some uh we got super chat I gotta read the super chat I'm not gonna miss the super chat uh Dustin thank you so much buddy for the super chat uh, Dustin says going to state some thoughts as someone from rural South Carolina who did canvassing. I just see your super chat right now. But let me see if I can find your rest the rest of your um uh Where's your thoughts? I don't see them. <laughs> All right, I see it. Here we go. Um, number one, the South Carolina Democratic Party is super deferential to the establishment, and left and left wing groups haven't built the infrastructure to challenge that. Right, it's a great point. Two, Clyburn, uh, Clyburn excuse me Clyburn endorsement mattered. Rural voters in this primary and black voters are rural voters in South Carolina. They are off they often lack access to internet, but sure as hell see Clyburn on local news endorsing. Interesting. Three. We have to make an electability case. One of the most common things I heard knocking doors is some form of I just want Trump out of there. Bernie has the best case. We need to prioritize making it. Uh thank you Dustin that was great especially that point 2 cuz it really uh well point 1 and 2 honestly cuz it really honed in on exactly why South Carolina is hard for Bernie and we'll probably see the same in Alabama uh, maybe Arkansas and Tennessee uh but elsewhere I think it's uh it's 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 not going to be like that Dinah says, your stream is having weird occasional hiccups. Weird. Why is that happening? I'm sorry about that, people. I'm still up, though. It's not like the stream dropped like that last time. So I don't know what's going on. Um, great to see how many people are on the, the stream, though. Um... I, 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 I'm telling you guys, stick around, youtube.com slash Matt Binder, subscribe. If you can afford to do so, patreon.com slash Matt Binder. Um, uh, Lord Ariane says, Biden has no presence in the Super Tuesday states. Right, I heard about that. Euro says, "Hey Matt, Euro here. Great to see you on Periscope. Right, I, uh, I uh, stream on uh, multi-stream cast on uh, uh, YouTube, Periscope, Facebook, and Twitch. So that's twitter.com/slash matt binder to find the Periscope, uh, youtube.com/slash matt binder for the YouTube, Facebook. You have to search Matt Binder, and then um, twitch.tv/slash matt binder." Dorian says all the South Carolina polling I saw had Sanders around 20 to 24%. Right. I mean, Sanders basically performed right around where the poll said he would. The difference is Biden overperformed. Steyer and Warren underperformed. And it seems like those voters went to Biden. And the undecideds broke for Biden. Uh, The Clyburn endorsement like Dustin said, probably a lot to do with it. And it's weird because endorsements usually don't matter that much. But as Dustin laid out, the way South Carolina is and how politics are there, uh, an endorsement from someone like Clyburn mattered. Uh, I think we're going to see that much less in the coming years, an endorsement mattering that much. Dorian says, so Bernie's support was strong. Clyburn shook some people off other candidates' trees, but the Bernie support was steadfast. Right, right. John Uh, John says, Clyburn was a nuclear bomb to the South Carolina primary. In my honest opinion. Right, right. But here's the thing. There's not a Clyburn anywhere else. There's no equivalent anywhere. You'll realize that this is a South Carolina specific thing. I mean, even in the in the the, what was like almost a year ago or something like that, like last year, they all went to Clyburn's uh, big event, like the barbecue event he has or whatever it's called. They all make it down there because it's a big deal for South Carolina. There's no other event specific to a politician. Iowa has the Iowa Fair, you know, the Iowa State Fair, the the where they do the straw poll and everything, and it's a big thing that everyone goes. But that's uh, Iowa state fair branded thing. The Clyburn event in South Carolina is specifically a Clyburn event. I can you guys think of any other politician that has that sort of sway in any other state? There isn't. It doesn't exist. Clyburn is an enigma in this scenario. He's a one of a kind. I mean, it speaks to how well he is treated his constituency in, in South Carolina. Sounds like a great uh, a great person to have as your senator if, if he's that close to, to the people that they really hang on to his every word like that. That's, that's amazing. But there's no other Clyburn anywhere else. I mean, I'm sure I agree with a lot of Clyburn's politics. He seems like a moderate, obviously. He endorsed Joe Biden. Doesn't seem to be a big fan of Bernie. Even though they have worked together on bills in the past. Um, but you know, still could commend the person the, 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 the guy for for doing the work with his constituents. It's undeniable, obviously. Matt, screen share whatever you're looking at. I'm literally just diving into numbers. I'm looking at polls. I'm looking at the the results on multiple websites because each website has a different final outcome so far. I'm looking at the delegate counts, which are even worse than the, the results in terms of how all over the board they are. I mean, no one has the final results yet. Um, Yeah. Wait, what? Who, what other states are voting next? Oh, we got some March states coming up. Oh, I see. I was looking at the wrong thing. CNN has a weird thing where they highlighted what looked like the Super Tuesday states, but it's actually more than the Super Tuesday states. It's all the March states, it looks like. I don't know why you do that. You know, Bernie beat... uh, In Nevada, Bernie beat Biden by about 26 points. In South Carolina uh Biden will have beat Bernie by about about twenty nine points so I mean it's you know nine points big difference but i mean it it is what it is closer to twenty eight points actually uh Diana says I thought Bernie looked very tired tonight i Didn't see that. He just looked like he was ready to move on. I didn't notice him looking bad or anything. Um, Jose on Periscope says Bloomberg Ivanka 2020. (laughs) Um, Dabbler says Boomers will reelect Trump by voting for Warren and Biden. start we're gonna that's the that's it for tonight we're gonna start wrapping up I'm gonna read a few more uh, chats and then uh, call it a night and I'll see you guys on Tuesday night super Tuesday it's gonna be a late night I'm gonna I've been what I've been doing is I've been waiting for these states to basically uh, get as much results in as possible I've been trying to go live by the earlier the better but it's looking like it's usually around 10:30 11 o'clock Uh. What I wait for is I try to get a projection. I try to get a clear as possible delegate count. I try to wait for the speeches. It's going to be really hard to wait for that on Super Tuesday. Uh, The time zone differences are going to be off the charts. But we will know some states right away. And then there's a state like California, which is going to be... We will not know California on Tuesday night. I'm telling you right now, we will not know California on Tuesday night. Maybe we'll know Bernie wins, but we're not going to know the vote totals, the final vote totals. We're not going to know the final delegate count. We might not know that for a couple of days. That's just how it is there. It's such a huge state. So I just want to give you guys a heads up for that. But we will be doing a show on Tuesday night please follow me on Twitter at Matt Binder and please subscribe to the YouTube channel youtube.com slash Matt so you can be alerted when we go live because I will not know what time until probably an hour maybe two hours before I decide to go live uh, 99% reporting right right there's a total of 54 pledged delegates right Um, Warren's at uh, uh, Biden's at just above 48%, right? Bernie has almost 10,000 more votes than he had in 2016, right? Euro says Bernie has more votes than 2016, but a smaller percentage. He had 26% then. Well, I mean, it was a two-person race versus a six, seven-person race. Lord Ariane says, Biden isn't getting a bump in time for California. Many of those votes have already been cast. Right. Nicola says, You should have Nomiki on to talk more about that shit with the superdelegates. She knows the inside stuff really well, too. Right. Well, she's been on this show. Uh, and I definitely want to have her on to talk about it more, especially as we get closer to the convention. I talk with Nomiki. We were so close to meeting in person for the first time, too, actually, at the Michael Brooks show, but we just missed each other. Uh, John says, The socialist uh, tag definitely works on older voters, you know, scaring older voters. Younger ones, not so much. Luke says, Socialist doesn't have the same stigma it used to. Ryan says, I don't think the Red Scare bullshit works on people who aren't AARP eligible. Dorian says, Warren can go all the way to the convention if she wants, but she's not in a position to be kingmaker. And finally, Lord Arian says, more prominent people are coming out as a socialist. Folks, that is our South Carolina post-democratic primary show. Um, I'm thinking of maybe giving the whole show to freebies, just as a a taste as we get to Super Tuesday. We'll see. I'll think about it a little bit more before I put the podcast up over the next hour or two. Um, otherwise, live stream back on Tuesday night, Super Tuesday, youtube.com slash Matt Binder, twitter.com slash Matt Binder. Follow me there for the notifications when I go live. Uh, see you all guys uh, in just a few days. Or I should probably end it as I always. See you guys next time on Doomed.